Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's the Doom Slayers. Yes, that's right. Our first live show is happening at Mayo Pride. How exciting. I prefer ketchup. We'll be bringing a special version of our cosmically acclaimed podcast with additional sketches, musical numbers, and of course, a lot of Doom to slay on the 1st of June 2024. Tickets are 8 euro and zero, zero cents and are available on www.mayopride.com Get your tickets now and slay it to our faces! You disgusting person. You put... Oh, I don't care. You put that baby in her. Never contact us again. (laughs) (laughs) You're cut off. Your Doom Slayer privileges are revoked. (laughs) Now, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Doom Slayers, the podcast where we ponder and pontificate on the horrors of being a homo sapien and what can feel like the conclusion of our earthly presence. My name is Donna Fella. I'm Leila Beatty. And I'm Annie Queries. And together we are three loose women here to guide you through the doom and gloom of our dystopian present with an asinine antidote of appalling advice. So you may slay away the modern malaise. I need everyone listening to know that I'm wearing nails. Yeah, we have like actual Annie Queries here today. Yes, yes yeah. In She's the flesh. live and in colour. Full drag. Someone yeah. else's flesh. Yeah. I'm just doing a little bit of bedroom drag. Do you know? Yeah. Nice to see. Throwback. Yeah. It's nice to see you with the hobby. <laughs> so nice to see someone elderly thriving. Yeah. It's nice in the winter see. of her life. It's nice to see that face spackled up again. <laughs> yeah. Several many cracks yeah, to fill in. Yeah, it was this or the man sheds. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Dada actually do live near a men's shed, mm. which we can see from our apartment. And someone recently was telling us they have a women's shed. Oh, remember. that sounds a criminal. That's not there in captivity. <laughs> <laughs> More of a shack, actually. Yeah. Suspiciously, I've never seen any men enter or exit that shed. No, I don't think they get past the pub. Yes. Mm. But uh, there is a very elaborate mural on the outside of it. Yeah, with... Kind of like a He-Man sort of a, yes. a, a creature. Yeah. He-Man Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> He far. Yeah. <laughs> but sure, let them off anyways. What harm? Uh, sure, as long as they do it in the shed. Don't, don't bring the mucky boots into the house. Yes. True. So this week, uh, we've decided that we're going to talk about uh, one of our favourite things ever, which is the phenomenon of the ick. Ew. 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 And uh, first of all, I'd like to go to Layla, who is actually the current representative of the ick, because you have a rather icky scar at the uh, moment, don't you, a Layla? Wound. <laughs> An icky wound. Would you like to tell us about oh. your icky wicky wound? Well, I had an ultimate doom this day last week. Um, bank holiday Sunday. Um, I was making lasagna. And <laughs> lasagna. Lasagna. It wasn't a real lasagna now. It was a ravioli lasagna. It's BBC Good Foods. The recipe, honestly, girls, it's lovely. And I was using fresh tomatoes and lo and Fancy. behold, I didn't have bloody enough. So I decided to open a tin of tomatoes. And I had some with ring pulls, but I thought, you know what, I'll work hard and our our can opener isn't very good. So you got you got the cheap, cheap chopped tomatoes is what you're saying. Yeah, oh, like 20, 34 cent. Yeah. Oh, um, that's embarrassing. Do you want me to say Cosy Livies? Because I will. 
well, you're goading me. We need to get um, a sound effect for that. <laughs> yeah. We don't use it. Ka-ching! Um, so, yeah, I, I, our can opener is really bad. I was like battling it. And I got the tomatoes open. I poured them into the thing. I started the sauce. And then I was like, you know what? I better take the lid off this so I can recycle it. And I squeezed. Oh, ooh. And then. What did you squeeze? I squeezed the lid of the can, I oh, think. To what? crush it by hand? No, I was trying to... I was, <laughs> Come on, Popeye. I was trying to rip it That's off. That's how she opens it. <laughs> I was trying to rip it off the lid and obviously, Ooh. like, I just squeezed my hand into it. Or I don't know, whatever way. I can't remember what I did because I was... Honestly, I've been in shock ever since, I think. Fair. But I looked at my hand and, like, the most blood that has ever been coming out of me was coming out of me. And I closed my hand and then I turned to my housemate very calmly and went, look what I did. And oh. she was like, oh my God. Oh. And then, uh, anyway, I was walking around uh, with my hand in the air because someone told me to do that. Yeah. Like you just don't Gemma care. Collins, yeah. big brother. <laughs> it's fruit in the bone. It's but, fruit in the bone. <laughs> I was walking around and then I was like, um, I feel really faint. But I kept walking around and somebody was like, sit down maybe. So that's what shock does to you. Anyway, went to the clinic. Um, I was queening out with the doctor. She was lovely. She was real young. And she was like, what did you do? And I was like, babe, I was trying to save the environment. And look what happened. Mm. We were having like little banter together and everything. Then she goes, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You've cut your artery. And I was oh. like, what? Oh. I was like, what? Oh. And I, I genuinely, I was like deciding where to like appoint my belongings. Like I was, oh, I was yes. honestly fully ready for the grave. Yeah. And she kept... She called in like four doctors and being being like, I don't think I can close this artery. And they'd be going, use oh, this, use oh. this technique, use this technique and everything. And I was like, um, they kept putting stitches in and then having to take them back out. Oh. And I was crying my balls off. And eventually the doctor looked at me and was like, oh my God, what's wrong? And I was like, you're really freaking me out. Yeah, she fair. was like, oh, sorry, sorry. She was like, sorry, we should stop talking about this or whatever. And that was grand. So then all the doctors left and she was like finishing up. I think they closed the artery at this point. So they were. she was just like doing my hand and she was like, if the artery reopens, you're going to have to get plastic surgery. And I was oh, well, like, babe. Perks to everything. <laughs> what does my nose have to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, um babe, can you please stop with the running commentary? And she burst out yeah. laughing and was like, oh, sorry. And I had to text my housemate who was down in the car and be like, babe, I cut an archery. Sorry, be down in 10 minutes. And she oh. was like, that's one of my favorite messages I've maybe ever received in my life. <laughs> um, and then, anyway, so that was it. Uh, then I had to get a tetanus shot, which really hurts. Oh, God. Where did you have to get it? In my arm. I know oh. you can get them in your bum sometimes, but yeah, uh, I don't. I was hoping. I always bum. go for the bum. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get an option, but yeah. uh, I really didn't think it would hurt, and I was. Uh, it's very sore. You didn't then, ask for the anal option, which I said you should always do. <laughs> Rule number one: God. always ask for the anal option. <laughs> I was bloody erect at that point, to be honest. Um, bloody erect. Yeah. <laughs> bloody and erect. <laughs> um, don't kick shame. And then the doctor said, do you have any questions? And I was like, can I have a drink when I go home? So I got drunk very quickly because there was barely any blood left in me. Yeah, <laughs> fair. I was horrifically hung over the next day as well. But anyway, it's all good. I have my stitches out already because I insisted they do it a day early. <gasps> and oh, yeah, it God. looks like I'm healing. I'm going to have a scar, I think, which is great because it's attention. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, a good other story. than that, I'm pretty happy. Be good for palm readings as well. Throw them off. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. wait a minute. Mm. My lasagna line. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest ick from that story is recycling. I don't think we should do it. It's very yeah, dangerous. Why is it our job? What? It's so dangerous. It doesn't make Obviously. any sense. No, it's all a scam. Yeah, so that was quite an icky experience. Oh, ultimate ick. Yeah. Honestly. And I, you know what? I have had an awful habit of doing. I kept showing people. 
my cut hand right. and being like look yeah and there, there was horrible stitches in it. i mean it looked a lot worse than this yesterday and people were like like when the girl said she her legs nearly went from under her when i sent her a oh. picture so well, yeah well, not I a good feel, etiquette i don't think no I, I feel that additional damage might have been done when the medical staff were trying different types of embroidery on the wound. Yeah. I don't think that was an appropriate time to practice your chain stitch. Not really. <laughs> no. Knit one, pearl one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. This fabric is falling apart. <laughs> like that is so... Yeah, my fingers feel a lot shorter than they were actually. Yeah. <laughs> Little nip tuck. <laughs> Finger reduction. Well, anyways, back to uh, the actual topic of the ick uh what are our icky situations or icks that you have responded to from people like one of my ones is definitely oh road rage in particular oh like i don't drive i'm in the process of learning um and i'm still a virgin who can't drive well one of those things true <laughs> but um i hate being in a car that with was someone. way harsh ty <laughs> I hate when people get road rage. It's just like, I think it's just so embarrassing. People who get road rage are people who will not react to it. Like, it's because you're in the safe. It's like a keyboard warrior. Yeah. You're in the yeah. safety of your vehicle. Oh my God, I totally agree. And you're being like Billy Big Bollocks going yes. like, look at that, like, swear to driving a bus. And like all this kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm like, relax. Like, you would yeah. absolutely recoil <laughs> if you had to say that to their face. Like, yeah. And, you know, sometimes people do hop out of cars and start an altercation. Mm. Well, I appreciate that. Is, that. But, the, but there's, <laughs> That's always, a there's always one person who never in a million years thought that would happen and is horrified yeah. that they were being so boisterous moments before yeah also i if i'm in a car i do not really give a shit what's going on i just want to get to my destination so when they like look at that look at that oh I'm yeah like, i actually don't care can i just look at my phone please but like, then i wonder I, what would i be like when i drive like i think i'm i think i'd be a very confident driver but not a very good one that sounds like a dangerous combo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just be like wait what was that anyways woo, turn up the radio well, i was a I, very careful driver but you? not a very confident one did so you drive? Really? Yeah. My oh. dad said I was the best out of the his three kids as well. Oh my God. Which is like a shocker because my sisters are so sensible compared to me. Wait, but, do you have uh, a license? No, I only have a provisional, but like uh. I did like nine of my lessons and then I became LGBT, so I didn't have to drive anymore. Yeah. Fair. Revoked. Yeah. 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 Well, I am, um, as the only licensed driver in the group, although my license mm. may need to be uh, renewed, uh, <clears throat> uh, but I will say, right, Something does come over you a little bit when mm. you're driving. And I wouldn't really be a, a road ragey driver, but you do get frustrated. And for some reason, completely unforgiving of even minor errors that other drivers make. And like, you just get so judgmental and yeah. so impatient. And you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe. Like if someone doesn't drive immediately when the light goes green, you're like, come on. Yeah, that you is know? annoying though. That is annoying. Yeah. Especially when there's like very narrow windows. Or like sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, sometimes you can tell when people are driving and they don't know where they are and they're looking for a specific address that is meant to be in that area. So they're slowing down and they're looking around. Mm. But for some reason that fills me with rage. <laughs> And I, I have to imagine I, you angry. Uh, ah, sure. I take it out in the, on the road. <laughs> um, no, but I, I don't really get road rage, but I, I do. I'm much more of a cunt on the road than I would be in person. For right. Sure. I'm going to put my hands up and say. You feel braver in the car or is it a case of like, yeah, nobody's playing ball? Well, the, 
I think it's like, um, I'm doing the rules. Why aren't you doing the rules? Right. And then also they do say that the car becomes an extension of your ego. So if you're in, you're in this like big vessel. So that's why you feel like Johnny Big Bollocks. Right. Because you feel like a big, you're basically driving a monster. Mm. And you go, you can go really fast, you know, you can, you can be like a country driver and like, I don't like when people don't let you in and it's like clear that you need to move into the lane, like Mm, just do it. And I do, I try to tend, I tend to do that. I do let people in and just not emotionally. (laughs) Um, But uh, there's people and oh, the worst thing is like when someone is being country and they don't let you in and then you're stuck facing them and they pretend that they can't see you and they're just like looking forward and you're like, just turn around. Just make eye contact. You know what you Stay did. Stay to my face. Yeah. It's very that. So sometimes you do have to check yourself, I will say, when you're driving because you do get very irate. What's your like annoyed phrase of choice? Like I imagine you say, oh, for the love of soda bread. Heaven's to Betsy. Sacre Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. This is the wrong lane. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all of those, mm. all of those, mostly like sailing terms. And you just channel all your rage into your kegels. <laughs> yeah, so much so that the I'm actually permanently unable to pee now because I'm so wound up <laughs> in the urethra. But yeah, any sort of like public rage, I just think is really yeah. Well, rage icky. in general is really unattractive. It's yeah, like really or like if you're on a date and they're like rude or angry in the restaurant over like <gasps> oh, silly things. Red flag. It's like well, if you can't be like docile and accommodating in this scenario. Then what are you going to be like on a day to day basis? But then yeah. I think some people do because they think it's like hot or whatever to be like yeah. angry and stuff. But I'm an like, aggressor. Yeah. It's hot. Like if, you know, I'm being attacked and you save yes. me. Yeah. Not like it's very hot. Poor Sharon is just trying to take her order and you're yeah. fuming at her. Yeah. I just hate aggression. Like I, I just think anger, like obviously anger is like an emotion that we all feel and like it's a valid emotion. And I actually am. You know, the way some people, when they face a difficult situation, they go to crying or whatever. I actually get angry very easily. Mm. But I'm really measured in my response because I, it's not fair to be angry at people ever. Yeah. I, I have really fucked you over. I used to bottle up all my emotions and then I'd have like an explosive. I used to do moment. that too. Yeah. And it's so destructive to you, to the person you're talking to, mm-hmm. because suddenly you're like, I'm a <laughs> Afterwards, like when you come down off yeah. the rage, you're like, who the fuck was that? Yeah. Mm. And why are they so terrifying? You know, mm. everyone's afraid. So, yeah, it's, I think rather than letting the pressure build up and explode, just like let do little, little little, little bit out. <laughs> An <laughs> angry rant. I will have. I have so much time for yeah. it. I think a rant is so funny. If somebody comes in, they're like, do you know what just happened to me? But oh, like, they're not that. actually angry. Like they're being comedic. Like, yeah, I did get a taxi recently and um, we we're at that turn. You know where the lights are in Fibsburg beside Eddie Rockets that are like mm. so annoying to get mm. past. Mm-hmm. And I was in the taxi and someone pulled out in front of him and he blew the horn. He was like, watch where you're going, you fucking dozy yeah, whatever. And I was like <gasps> in the back, and then he just burst out laughing, and I started laughing. Then he was like, "You have to let it out, don't you?" And I was like, "Dead right, I like that." Fair, That's yeah. kind of like just doing it to like go, ah, but like people like hitting the wheel and going, Ugh. yeah. Oh, but I also, hate that. if you laugh, if you laugh well. at yourself afterwards, like yeah. sometimes I'll have, I will have an angry moment, and then burst out laughing and be like, "Jesus, who do I think I am?" Or whatever. Like, and that is funny. Yeah. On the subject of like dating and getting angry and stuff like that do you know what i hate and i was only having this conversation the other day when somebody 
gets angry because they're having erectile dysfunction. Oh God, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ich- I'm sure we've all experienced this. It's like, it's like, girl, <laughs> you've been drinking. You you might have been doing illicit substances, and I'm like, I don't expect you to be able to finish the job. It's fine. And they're like, oh no, oh, oh this never happens. Oh. And I'm oh. like, this is so unsexy. I actually feel like I don't want to have to comfort you right now. I'm naked. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a very vulnerable thing, isn't it? You know, and it's it, very hard to navigate. Yeah. Like, how do you navigate it? I guess like men do have a lot of pressure. As someone with a lot of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an erection since 92. <laughs> um, no, but like, but there's a lot of pressure on men in performance wise, you know, mm. to be these big studs. Uh, but it's so, it's so normal for the balloon to inflate and deflate during the day and mm. also during the act. And it gets so catastrophized. And then uh, I think sometimes people take it as an insult, like the partner can take yeah. it as an insult. It's not like, oh my God, you don't find me sexy, Do you know, but it's like, it's so, there's so much other stuff related to all yeah. that, you know. Uh, but if someone starts like flagellating their willy in a rage yeah. when it's not working, that's definitely not going to get it back oh up. Oh God, no, horrific. That is not going to help. <laughs> yeah. I it's think the, it's the more like the more pressure they feel and then I have to go I have to turn into like oh, it's okay it happens to yeah. everyone you have blah, to go blah, into blah. like fixer like, mode oh, fuck off. Yeah. yeah especially if we're drunk though that's what annoys me yeah whatever about it happening like in a I could understand somebody being embarrassed or feeling vulnerable then but I'm like sure do you know what happens when you drink whiskey you get whiskey dick like it's fine yeah. there's a yeah. term for Relax. it like yeah exactly yeah I yeah, know just the image there of someone like churning their butter with like a noodle is just horrific <laughs> yeah. oh. Like, relax, relax. Oh, no, nothing worse. Yeah. Just pumping away, but yeah. getting no lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my, one of, one of my icks around, you know, interpersonal moments is, now this is kind of a basic bitch ick, but it's so valid, I feel. And that is personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, do I just have like a low threshold for disgust <laughs> or like revulsion, but. If someone's not washing themselves properly or doing the grooming. Where? Oh, anywhere, anywhere where I'm expected to put my mouth. Right. You know? Yeah, fair. And I think like, like scent and smell, it's a very, um, it's a very intimate sort of a sense because like you're breathing in molecules of whatever that substance is Mm. and it's triggering something in your brain. And uh, I don't want to be assaulted by, you know, uncleanliness and I actually had a very disturbing barber based experience yesterday of this nature so as soon as I entered the barbers I was honestly smacked in the face (laughs) by a fragrance (laughs) that is not something I expected to detect at the barber shop like a BOMO fragrance a BOMO (laughs) someone had had a recent BOMO I feel uh, a child or an adult? It did not see. It seemed like the BOMO was not recent, but had not been cleaned away. And is the it BOMO right. like... in the room right now? <laughs> BOMO, can you hear me? Um, <laughs> no, I just was like, oh my God, someone has literally shit themselves in this venue. Oh no. And then I sat down on um, the like waiting chair. It's like a, a long bench. And then it like engulfed me, the scent. And I was... I was shook and I was looking around suspiciously at everyone. I was like, is it you? Is it mm. you? And there was like a 14 year old beside me. And I was like, it's hardly him. Cause like no 14 year old's ma would let them out smelling like that. Well, 
I don't know. Do you know, like little brats in tracksuits, they always smell like laundry detergent because their mom like... You seem to have spent a lot of time with 14-year-olds. <laughs> I live in Cabra, so they parole the streets. <laughs> they parole the streets. Just smelling all the local teenagers. That's <laughs> um, how you know they're not neglected, you know, because they have nice fresh washing on. But um, then I went up to... So I got called to the seat to get the haircut and I sat down and I said to the barber, I was like, I'm really sorry, but this barber smells... this really bad smell here. And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 it's a previous customer. And I was like, right, mm. right. So the person's not even here, but their legacy lives on. Do you think he was just saying that to make you feel better? <laughs> As he noticed, stay in a fear. No, that was, was not the, the previous case. customer a child? I don't believe so. So I was like, oh, God, and did you have to cut his hair? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, God, fair play. And I was like, wait, was he in this chair? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Ooh, oh. So I jumped out of the seat because I just did not want to be in that vicinity at all. And then he like sanitized the chair and like wiped it down with alcohol. And then he started like cleaning all his equipment and stuff. And I was like, if I hadn't inquired about this, would this have happened? Mm. Like he was just like fully letting me sit in the shit chair. Do you know? The yeah. shit seat. Yeah. And then like I was like talking about the, the bench that you weighed on. I was like, you're going to have to do an absolute deep clean of that chair tonight but it was so bad that i really feel like they should have shut the shop down and like yeah. cleaned it it was horrendous you should have been like well i actually work with hikwa <laughs> and uh this is not good your hassup search <laughs> yeah. is going to be revoked <laughs> yeah. uh but now i do, i understand sometimes people are not well and or maybe don't have access to facilities mm-hmm. to clean themselves yes. so i understand all that and i'm actually glad that that person was able to still get a haircut because to be turned away would have been humiliating. However, you just think they should have sh- shut the just, shutters behind I them. Sh- <laughs> I forever. think they should have burned down just the building. The minute they left, there should have been a drum as, yeah. as the place oh, goes into God, lockdown. <laughs> Fumigation. Yeah. But but I have to see the thing is like that barber had to sit there for whatever half an hour, forty five minutes, cutting this man's hair, and I I am so in awe of that skill that he could you know, withstand that horror. Mm. But I personally absolutely could not. I don't know if I'm like too sensitive to like smells or whatever, but I just, I couldn't. couldn't I think go. I'm good at like ignoring a smell. Um, Thank God for nose blindness. You get less sensitive to smells the longer you're surrounded by them. But yeah. that's, that's just, that's a survival technique. Mm. I would, I don't agree with you on the personal hygiene thing though. Like I don't mind if a man like skips a shower or whatever. Like I, quite like the smell of like a well there's levels Layla yeah yeah I don't mind a bit of BO on a oh, guy that no like, I, I, lo- be, I like maybe, yeah, can I musk like a bit of musk not yeah. must yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah yeah it depends on the final consonant in the word I was dating a guy one time and he, he picked his toenail and threw it on my pizza oh <laughs> oh my god I broke I queried oh <laughs> See, I don't find humour in that in any way. That is absolutely now, I unacceptable. Now pineapple on a pizza is controversial. <laughs> well, like, I'm eating everything of his. No, which I do understand. Well, not, that's not true. Not I'm everything, eating everything of most. his. Most. Not but, most. No, I know, actually, I know a lot of bits have been in your mouth that are on him, but a toenail. <laughs> well, I picked it up. On a pizza. <laughs> and she never had I parmesan would... again. <laughs> <laughs> It's a crunchy bit. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Well, I actually, what, years ago, I was in uh, Rome and I got pasta with really, like, really, really stinky cheese. It was, like, exactly foot smell. A la toenail? Yeah, <laughs> it was. And I actually couldn't eat it because it was che- it was so spot on with toe. 
that it just was inedible for me. Pecorino, that's stick cheese. Oh, pecker. Oh. Pecker. No. Pecker. <laughs> oh no, Leila. I'm actually going to pass out. This is horrible. Sorry, I've, I've lowered the tone. Um. <laughs> well, funnily enough, one of my other icks is people who like, uh, and they usually overlap, people who can't cook. Oh. And who also eat very beige. <gasps> like, yeah. if I'm on a date with someone and they're like, I'll get the goujons or something, oh. I'm like, oh no. Because oh. <sighs> that's, you're just signing yourself up for a life of hell. Yeah. Because, like, my love language is food and cooking for people and that kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, you know, firing up a few chicken dippers from Bird's Eye isn't going to bring me that not. much joy, is it? No. Um, yeah. Remember that guy who was on first dates like years ago? And he asked for a bowl of plain rice because they oh, didn't, he goodness. didn't like anything on the menu. Like, no, don't leave the house if you're like that. I'm sorry. Go sit at home and eat your rice on your own. No, that's bordering on disorder. Like, it's, yeah, literally can only have yeah. plain rice. Plain rice. Come on. Well, I think sometimes it means it's it's something to do with like, well, sometimes people have like a fear mm. of new tastes, probably based on like. A childhood trauma where they were made to eat tripe or something. Yeah, and you have to acquire taste. Like, yeah. you really do. But I think as you become an adult, you can, you know, explore new things mm. and maybe push past what what might be a childhood urge. But in adulthood, yeah, I think it just kind of speaks to someone maybe. Yeah, who, you turn into... You kind an, of feel like you're with a child. A yeah, mommy. they're like stunted and some Or a new daddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to be the parent. Yeah. And that's, that's going to give... That would give me whiskey dick. Well, I think, yeah, why it, it annoys me is because I used to be very beige growing up. And then I kind of, you know, copped the fuck on. Did you, were you jaundiced? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the wrong time. <laughs> no, um, I was terrible. I wouldn't eat anything and like thought everything was disgusting. And then also thought I didn't like anything, even though I'd never eaten it. Right. And then, yeah moved away and had to like you know fend for myself so then I like threw yeah. myself into cooking and then when you cook it yourself you actually like it a bit more yeah and maybe the control also helps that you know what's going into it yeah and, you know you don't have to you don't you can pump on the brakes if it's too too many new things but do you think the ick is like related to former selves or that kind of thing obviously it can be oh like in general an yeah, ick feeling well, like if, especially if like overcome, irrational icks Mm. You know, mm. if I've overcome something, I, I hold people to a standard that I'm like, well, if I did it, you can do it. So mm. I can see why that would be such a nick for you that you've expanded yeah. your palate. Also, just before we move on from the plain eaters, do you feel like they're the people who are obsessed with air fryers? Are you talking about the guy who um, <laughs> ate, ate a whole plane before? Oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> yeah. And he eats like light bulbs. And he stuff. ate, he ate, a, whole he plane. ate a plane. Yeah, he eats everything. He eats like couches and stuff what yeah i think he's dead now but wait what <laughs> shocker what's, what's the connection between plate eaters and air fryers well what what can you make that's interesting in an air fryer yeah like it, and don't get me wrong i love a chicken sandwich and it stuff. doesn't I love support the, the one pot stop does it no no there's I, no ingredients it's just like yeah, yeah. there definitely and is the correlation are like oh do you know there's a whole documentary on channel four and it's a three episode thing being like air fryers are they worth it <laughs> what? Denise spun out and presents it. Like, how of on earth? Of course she does. Oh, Denise. Any gig, sure. Um, but like, aren't air fryers just ovens? Yeah. Like, what? they're like mini ovens. Now, every, everyone who gets one does, does rave. rave about them. So yeah. maybe we just don't know what we're oh, missing. Oh, I've used them. Oh, I'm, have you? Yeah. They're grand. I just think they're a bit, they're a bit more awkward, aren't they? To clean and stuff. That's what puts me off. But I think that's the old one in me. Yeah. I think you can Do put you know? them in dishwashers. The whole thing? No, you can lift out. <laughs> it lifts out the tray. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd have to get um, the power hose now. That's just right. I'd get go. 
Um, but yeah, the ick can correspond with things that you didn't like about yourself previously. Mm. But I, I wonder, is that only if you're dating someone of the same gender, does that come up? Well, like, obviously there's always a comparison element when you're dating someone or just any sort of relationship. And you don't want to be, like we said, mollycoddling someone, but also you want someone who's on your level. So mm. like if your level is like, well, I'm able to eat courgettes, then, you know, you feel like you can't be with them. But really, at the end of the day, you know, who you're with and what they eat has nothing to do with you. Exactly. It's, it's not about business. whether they can eat courgettes. It's about whether they have a courgette oh. down there. Oh. That wasn't as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> they might eat the courgette, but you should want to eat the courgette <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> <laughs> that well, kind of crack. I don't think you can ever hold anybody else to your own standards because everyone's different. Mm. And so just because you overcame something. like my some- therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but just because you overcame something doesn't mean somebody else can. And it, it depends on like what resources you have uh, personally and also available to you um, as part of your support system, etc. Disagree. Okay. Um, <laughs> but there are things I think, I think what gives me um, ick is, and I think, you know, everybody has immature sides, but I think signs of immaturity and not wanting to grow, mm-hmm. that is a major ick because it's okay if you, um, everybody has flaws, everybody has, things that they need to work on but if you kind of don't want to grow or mature you just want to like settle into your stupid little baby ways which a lot of people do Mm. yeah yeah but maybe you need awareness to want to change maybe people don't know they're immature maybe well i think we should just stay judging people Based on our own yeah, just make make everyone yeah. yeah, they'll just make everyone be better and yeah. align. You know, one of my biggest icks: someone whose opinion differs from mine. Yeah. Oh my Ew. god! Thank you. Yes, which means they're wrong. Or when I tell someone to do something and they don't do it, I'm like, oh, you're icky, lazy, um, selfish. My you know? biggest ick is people who just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, but one of my other icks is those drums that you sit on. You don't have to explain this to me. A what are these? What are these? They're like boxes that the you boxes. go. They're not called a cahoon, a are cahoon. they? A cahoon. I'm looking up one. No. What? Correction for pronunciation, probably. But I think okay. it's called a cahoon. It's not like Cajun box, kind of. That drum. sounds like. Um, it's a box and a drum and a seat. And it's so icky to watch someone play it. Like, it's just, you should. They look yeah. like a monkey or a banging their. Like, a cajon. Well, it's very, there's something very like lad on a guitar playing Wonderwall about it, isn't there? Oh, honestly. Absolutely. Like, because there's no real skill to banging a box, is there? There, like, look at him there. Would you see him? Oh, I've never seen these before. And his before. skinny jeans and, oh, his ripped jeans and. Just, yeah, yeah, I, I can see him. Against ripped I can jeans, see him doing it. A visual for our listeners, it looks like a chest of drawers. With or no like drawers. an old, <laughs> an old heater, maybe. No yeah. maiden type of box. Yeah, but yeah, they were huge for a while. You don't really see them very much anymore. But like, were they kind of hipster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, millennial of. hipsters. You'd see them in Galway now. The buskers, a lot of buskers. Yeah, like, which I have to be. I understand why a busker. You're not going to bring a full drum kit, I suppose, but it's also disgusting. But just bring the drum kit. I I do think none of us are qualified to uh, discuss the ethics of box banging. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very um, polarizing topic. It's very mm. complex morally. Um, it's one of the biggest mysteries of our times. So. Yeah, we're more we're the bangies rather than the bangers. Yes, except for any queer, she's an old banger. <laughs> hey. Well, you know, okay. So the people banging boxes and like the guy playing Wonderwall at a party mm. at a guitar. That kind of is related to one of my other big icks, which is fake hippies. 
oh, can't yes. deal with a fake hippie. A mm. fake hippie? Yeah. You know, so people who... Do you like a real hippie? Oh, yeah. True hippies okay. are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are wonderful. They're peace and love and they just want to like, you know, everybody to get along and, you know, rainbows and smiles. And they're just yeah. very kind, loving people who love nature and, you know, want to connect with people. Mm. But fake hippies... Yes. Do a performance of like being healers. Mm. Healers. But actually... What they want to do is like access your trauma so they can control and manipulate you, you know, Ooh, and you see appealing. them all the time on the festival circuit. Just these like douchebags wearing like a, what are those weird woven tops that people wear in like Paraguay macrame or whatever? Yeah, yeah, they mm. have one of them. A Annie Queers is coming for Paraguayans there. Just <laughs> no, no, not them. That. No, not them. Just when their culture. And <laughs> whatever those it. weirdos wearing Paraguay. <laughs> no, because these douchebags go to Paraguay. And they get the clothes Appropriate Yeah they appropriate Mm. Yeah So they're not living the values of that garment They are performing the values of the garment And they you know They might be like yoga teachers Now again a true good yoga teacher Lovely Mm. But one of these fake hippie ones Evil Yeah And they're usually very narcissistic Very selfish And judgmental Very judgmental Which defeats oh the whole point Oh my god that, yeah. yeah Which number one thing If you're a hippie You can't be judgmental Yeah You have to just be like You know Live and then live You know But fake hippies No Yeah And they usually have like One stupid little plat. Rat tail Yeah a rat tail With a bead on it Or some yeah. shit Yeah I remember in, in college Like definitely being around those types of like fake hippies but everyone's kind of fake hippie in college because mm. you're in college like you're not you're clearly subscribing to something but uh yeah there was definitely like scenarios like that where you know i felt like this like they were all kind of the one like kind of a hive mind of you know yeah. this, this is what we do and this is the kind of music we listen to and you know we all smoke rollies or whatever like now this is before i smoked rollies but um if i felt like very like misunderstood like anytime mm. I was around them and I was like I didn't yeah. fit in and I was like this doesn't make sense this is meant to be all like peace and love and like do what you want and it's really not do you know what I'd say to that what don't let the man get you down thank you thank you that was Bob <laughs> Marley first... everyone <laughs> <laughs> so I think many fake hippies also ultimately want to be cult leaders mm. and their ultimate goal is um, yeah just to have just a little herd of people that they can control and extract everything they want from them and, you know... Probably... And what the fuck is wrong with that, Annie? <laughs> yeah. You clearly haven't watched the episode where the guru came to the town in Ross and Roon. <laughs> and they all had a ball. Yeah. All Maxwell. their problems were solved. <laughs> they, all yeah. had, they all drank the Maiwadi. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Except that one woman, Blotnit, who had the Kiora. <laughs> and she saved the village. <laughs> she, the Kiora was the antidote. <laughs> Okay, well, we've had a plethora of user submissions now uh, Mm. relating to this topic and many other topics. So thank you to everyone who has sent in their doom. Mm. Please continue to send in your dooms and uh, we will be assigning them to our topics as uh, it seems fit. We Mm. love hearing them. We love hearing from you. Yes, thank you so much. Our shared trauma. Mm. Ah, Trauma bond. Yeah, we are the trauma dump. (laughs) (laughs) Alternative title. Rock on up. We are happy to be the trauma dump for the nation, yes. Yes, so um, Leila, would you like to uh, tell us about your listener query? Yeah, so uh, I have one here from Fish Nettle Soup. (laughs) Um, So he says, 
My wife, 28F, is 27 weeks pregnant and has quite visible stretch marks on her belly. I understand that they come naturally with pregnancy, but I will admit they are a huge turnoff for me and I struggle to stay aroused when I see them. Oh. The other day... Yeah, no, it goes on. The other day, my wife told me she thinks her stretch marks look cute and asked me my opinion. I simply said that cute isn't the word I would use, but I'm glad she accepts her body. She then asked me, what do I mean? And that's when I told her that I don't think they look good. But I understand that this is what happens with pregnancy and that it was fine. She snapped at me and said, well, we don't have to have sex anymore when I'm pregnant then and slammed the door. What is your advice? Oh, Uh, my advice is uh, find a mirror close to you. Look at it. And that is your answer. To what the problem is here You disgusting yes. person oh my You God. put Oh I don't care You put that baby in her <gasps> Never you contact did that. Never contact us again yeah. <laughs> You're cut off Your Doom Slayer privileges are revoked <laughs> um, Did that person contact us from beyond the grave Because they should have been killed As soon as they said that Honestly <laughs> One would hope No one's joking um, But no that's fucking disgusting I'm sorry um, I have no sympathy for body shaming and uh, but also like larger issue like is the fact that if that is an issue something as superficial as stretch marks then there's clearly a bigger problem going on yeah well like, it kind of shows that you are only with your wife for the aesthetic appeal or whatever whereas like well, if i love someone it doesn't matter what they look well, like yeah you unconditionally famously i will play devil's advocate mm. right he's not saying love he's saying attraction and those two things are different things i suppose but well you know i think what he for whatever his reasons are he does not like the stretch marks and he is trying to be authentic in his response to his partner mm. which i can see the intention around that might be just for full transparency which is good on one level However, that is an extremely hurtful thing to do. And I would wonder, does she need to know? Mm. Is that an important truth for your wife to hear that you're not mad about the stretch marks? Um, what does that mean about like the future when they both age yeah, and their bodies fall apart? Yeah. I mean, mine obviously won't because I'm going to be like 80% plastic by Vacuum then, packed. I hope. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But normal humans, they do degrade and it's part of life. And him not being able to accept her stretch marks, I think I agree with you, Donna. It could mean that he just has a trouble accepting the squidgy bits mm. or, uh, in himself, perhaps, but also women. He's like, it's kind of dehumanizing to be like, I don't like your stretch marks. But maybe, I don't think he, I don't know. He, he sounds very misguided. Her well, way yeah. of necessarily, I don't know. I feel like her way of bringing that up as well. I feel like I've done that before where I've been like, Something Mm. I might be a little bit insecure about. I'm like, do you think this is cute? Do you think this is, I think, is this cute? I think this is cute. And if somebody turned around and was like, no, I don't think it's cute. I would like, yeah, that would really shock. I'm actually kind of a bit emotional even thinking about it. Oh, get out. Um, Um, But she, she, I think she probably said that to get a sure reassurance from Mm. him. I think so too. Yeah. That's why I'm really annoyed. It was important that he gave her that. However, he can't help that he doesn't like them. As well. Yeah. He's having a, a, a visceral response and he can't control that. But I think when you're, you know, trying to support your partner doing something really challenging and like they're growing a like child for you. Like giving birth to your baby. Yeah. Yes. I think maybe you need to just 
just keep that to yourself. Yeah. And maybe just it's, zoom out a bit and be like, you know what? It's one aspect of her being and I love her and she's gorgeous otherwise. Yeah. Do you know? I think generally like, you know, the way to navigate um, unhappiness with a partner in those kind of settings with things that you can't necessarily, you know, you shouldn't be mad about is, you know. Gentle coaxing to maybe get their hair cut. Yeah. You know, buy them Just a nice imagine shirt. imagine someone else yeah. while they're having sex like a normal person. Yeah. yeah. Or get into blindfolds. I think he should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kinky. Yeah. But maybe when she's asleep, he could just rub bio oil into her stomach. <laughs> Spiker. Really normal. Spiker um, with bio oil. I think you're much too sympathetic. And I think we need a sound effect for when we hate the person who submitted. Oh, God. But well, we um, don't want anyone to fear hate, uh, but except for that person. Well, I will hate you. So <laughs> well, don't, don't send us ones like that. Well, no, I, I, I'm trying to take a, a balanced approach, but I understand. No, we are not yeah. Reddit slash or AITA. Am I the asshole? AITA. Yeah, very good. Um, no, I'm only joking. I actually really like Am I the Assholes. But, okay, sorry for being so volatile. <laughs> we do a very mixed response there to our listener. No, very complicated one, but no, we should, should have just said, babe, I love you and you're beautiful and thank you for doing this for us. He should have just that said... That would have been the easy, oh, the easy option. I love that you think your stretch marks are cute. Yeah. Then you didn't even have to answer. Yeah. Okay, so we have another one here. This is from uh, Ickety Split. <laughs> Girls, I have to be honest, I am sick to the back teeth of subscribing to OnlyFans that are not a bang for your buck. Sloppy cock pics taken on the toilet. I like sloppy Sloppy cock. cock. (laughs) Sloppy cock. That is very, um, it's like assonance, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) No cum shots with sound? Enough. How can I identify the creator is worth the spend? What should I be doing differently? Sound for cum shots. Does he want to hear the splasher? He just went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ballistics I, report Well maybe you want to hear the moaning Maybe yes I've yes. never subscribed to an OnlyFans Have you guys? I have yes I have Have yeah. you? And yes. there is generally um, You know So there's kind of the Dirty Twitter to OnlyFans pipeline You know where they're giving <laughs> you The kind of The previews on the mm. On the Twitter And then you subscribe to the OnlyFans But I have subscribed to I've only subscribed to like a couple now, like three, I think, but and only for a look, basically. And then I like unsubscribe and then have it for the month. But uh, yeah, exactly. There have been some very disappointing ones indeed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I I subscribed to one person who I came across on Instagram. And when I popped into their OnlyFans, it was all the same content. Mm. No additional revelations that I was hoping for. From Instagram, there's no nudity. Yeah, no. Well, you know. There was a, there was some window shopping available at yeah. Instagram, but when I got into the shop, it was all the same stuff. Oh, it was very similar. You know? okay. Yeah. So I was like, why would I pay for this? Just playing Sims without the pixels. <laughs> yeah. The pixel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that person should um, bombard the OnlyFans person's inbox. Yes. With angry and irate messages. messages. Yes. Maybe send a few death threats. Yes. Yeah. That Just tends to get to work. them. Get them. At the kickstart they need. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Change them, your life. Change your life. Um, yeah, I think that I think they should just get really aggressive. Mm. Pretend they're on the road. The other option is to invest all of your money into this person's OnlyFans and then you can make requests. Mm. Oh, you can own True. them. Yeah, yes. yes. Own them. Purchase, purchase the person. Yeah. yeah. And make them your sex slave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what OnlyFans was intended for. Yeah, buy them yeah. a microphone. 
Yeah. And then they can hook up their, get a nice like asmr one mm. and you can put it right beside their cock while they're, uh, <laughs> while they're masturbating and you can get a full surround sound Dolby, <laughs> digital, Dolby digital experience. <laughs> Layla's doing something for us now. <laughs> Strangely. We've um, got a chewer. <laughs> but, but also this person could get creative and add their own sound effects. Does it come shots? <laughs> like, zoing! <laughs> Pow! <laughs> 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 yeah, I think... Zoinks! <laughs> 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 I could do this all night. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, we're just going to voice over. Let's we're going to do porn foley. <laughs> Porn funny artistry. I wonder if that's a thing. Oh my god, it probably is. Wow, a whole new niche area of film production. I never thought our of. next podcast launching <laughs> porn foley. Yeah. But we do promise that our OnlyFans, which will be launching soon, is mm. um, it will deliver. You know, it will. Oh, um, it yes. will more than deliver. We'll be delivering babies live. Um, we'll oh, be yeah. very, le- very hourly satisfactory. Mm. <laughs> well, that was just a taste of all the sound effects we're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> I will be taking pictures on the toilet, but you won't be disappointed. Mm. Mm. And I'll be in the background while the door is open, going Layla. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I have a letter from uh, our inbox, and it's from um, Icky Sticky Vicky. <laughs> Icky Sticky okay. Vicky Christina Barcelona <laughs> And it says Hey honeys Hi a Big fan uh, Of you both Oh Oh, oh. oh my god Silencing trans voices <laughs> We're assuming uh, uh, Why do you assume it's me <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god you've, you've thrown us Into absolute chaos <laughs> now both Icky Sticky uh, Vicky Okay we'll, we'll move past it Big fan of you both <laughs> It's hurting again with like a crush. Let's get into it. It's definitely me, isn't it? <laughs> I went on a first date this week, which started out good, but we drank so, so, so much. It became a bit of a, a competition. Okay. And oh. I genuinely have no idea what happened at the end of the night. Woke up in my own bed alone with my shoes on and muck all over the shoes. Ooh. Should I see this person again? Maybe they remember more than I do. Or should the blackout remain a blackout? Are they sure they didn't murder the person? I mean, <laughs> Is this the plot of Gone Girl? To a mucky woods. <laughs> um, but also, icky sticky Vicky, um, considering that you're a fan of two of us, you can only get answers from two of us, so I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> She's I'm taking it personally. Joking. Go on, go on. Well, yeah, I think Vicky, icky sticky Vicky might have invoked the ick there mm. with uh, their behaviour. Possibly Oh potentially I mean We fell asleep And Was there Was there any response No there's no mention Of a response from the There's the no more details Than the fact that they Arrived They were in yeah. home With their shoes on at home. So Hopefully the, the body Was responsive <laughs> <laughs> No I don't believe They brought the No because they woke up In their bed alone No but like Did someone bring the, Have to bring them home Were they oh, not drunk Oh maybe the date yeah. But no, it sounds like they trudged through mud. <laughs> so I think they, you know, when you're in a blackout and your homing pigeon instinct kicks in mm. and you can find your way home, come hell or high water, but you don't know how or what route. Yeah. And the route might be through a canal. Yeah. Or, or like a, a mud bank. <laughs> <laughs> through the, ma- the mangroves. <laughs> <laughs> 
that actually happened to me when I was down in Cork once I got absolutely locked in like a house party and I had to like scramble through the bramble <laughs> to get home and I lost my glasses and all. Fuck. That was, that was a low point. Come on, Belma. <laughs> um, it was actually a first date. No, it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I would say I'm not sure how well this combination of people would do a competition for drinking. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. I think if they were in a drinking competition, they could be a good team. Yeah. But not like going to the cinema. No. Or like going for dinner. Did they like imagine if they went for dinner and they were like three bottles of wine in? Do you know I can see that happening for them? Oh, they probably just keep ordering more mains yeah. to see who could yeah. out eat the other person. And maybe the competitive nature would like extend to other things. Extreme sports. Oh yeah. They'd have two weddings to see whose was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god, no, they'd be very expensive. Yeah, they have great reality be, TV show though. It could be beneficial yeah. though, like if they keep trying to like outdo each other with gifts or sex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, actually, yeah, it could. It could Longer. make them both be better at everything. Yeah. yeah. So healthy. Actually, marry him. Yeah. Marry this person. Yeah. Track them down. Do. If they will, if they will speak to you again, mm. because you're there, there's an important thing we need to find out. Was the other person in a blackout as well? Or just our dear listener, because if one person goes into a blackout, mm. they may have, as you said, they may have, have generated an ick. Mm. Well, imagine having to put your date into a taxi and send them home. <sighs> no, no. That could well have happened. Fine. But also you would have text, wouldn't you? If you were like, oh, sorry, you just got really drunk and I had to like, you know, ship mm. you off. Mm. Whereas Not like, necessarily. You might put them into a taxi and then block them. Maybe you're traumatized. Maybe you traumatized the person, Vicky. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think this is Vicky's fault. <laughs> We're blaming Vicky. Yeah, let's blame Vicky. Yeah. Um, well, for being icky and sticky. She won't be such a big fan of you both anymore. <laughs> Sorry. I'll get over it now. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Vicky, for that um, divisive <laughs> and polarizing letter. And that we will wish you well. Forever. That Layla has decided is aimed at her. How else would any of us be a duo? It's only you two. Well, you two are in a show together. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We've shared the, what is it? The boards? Uh, uh, Annie, Vicky has no idea who the fuck you are. Donna is the only common denominator, so she's definitely in. So it's between us. It's between Mm. us. Well, Vicky... Why don't we vote, listeners, this week? <laughs> <laughs> Who did Vicky... Who's <laughs> our favourite duo? Who did Vicky mean when she said, big fan of you both? Uh, thank you to all our gorgeous, beautiful listeners now for sending in all your delicate icks. Mm. Um, any final notes on the ick, Leila? Um, well, if you woke up with muck on your shoes after a date... You might have just gone to Drimna. <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately, that is all we have time for this week on Doom Slayers. If you would like to share your doom with us, please follow the link in our bio on our Instagram at Doom Slayers Pod. And remember, always empty your bowels at home before going to the barbershop.
Doomslayer is not responsible for any injuries, impalements, prolapses, tweakments, fissures, timeshares, negative equity, large hadron collisions, small servings, epiphanies, or failed two-step verifications. Hereunto experienced and or endured by the listener in response to any advice of ministers and witness whereof the parties hereunto have set their hands to these presents as a deed on the day, month, and year herein before mentioned. Doomslayer is incorporated as a subsidiary of Hunky Fireman Calendars Limited, which is a registered trademark acquisition of fatherly fond and fancies and sons. Any attempt to slander or sodomize the Doomslayer name will result in cancellation of any outstanding prize bonds and or death.